Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, well, I don't know who's playing receiver this week other than Mike Evans, but the Bucs are going to travel uh, their way to the nation's capital or a little bit north of there, FedEx Field. Inland over Maryland and take on the Washington football team. And, you know, I, as we do this podcast, we'll find out more today. Chris Godwin has not practiced this week, folks. So here are your starting receivers. Mike Evans, Tyler Johnson, and I don't know, you might even see a little Brashard Perryman who just – was signed to the practice squad. Could we see Rick Stroud receiving? No, you okay. will not see that. Okay. That would be, unless they need me to run, you know, less than three yards. Um, I guess it would be good in the screen game or something, but no. Could catch the ball, I'm not going to move. Could you score a um, fat guy touchdown like Robert Hunt? That thing was awesome, man. We're, so before we do this podcast, we're watching the, the uh, Thursday night game. <laughs> and you can't blame the dude. I mean, they threw the ball to him. I thought he was lined up as a tight end. Maybe he had checked in, you know, big man touchdown. Maybe he checked in as that extra tight end. Nope. <laughs> he just he just kind of got beat and was out there in the, in the screen weeds, and, uh, you know, the ball came his way. And to his credit, he made a hell of an athletic play. Woo. You know, caught the ball, got flipped over, and, uh, you know, in the air, reached out. You know, I assume it would have been a touchdown had it been legal. But, uh that was a hell of a play, man. That might be his career highlight, and it didn't count. It was it, a penalty. It was, and if you didn't see the game last night, you're listening to this podcast early or whatever, go on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, oh, wherever. Oh, it's going to be everywhere, yeah. Search Robert Hunt, fat guy yep. touchdown or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Tremendous. It was a thing of beauty, man. Like I said, career highlight. So on a play that did not matter, did not count at all. Um. So anyway, yeah, maybe maybe he could play receiver. They need somebody. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, you know, you, you, you kind of watch the defensive backs, and they, they got whittled away one by one, and there's still a bunch of injuries there. Uh, you know, you you got to be careful. You get too many guys hurt on one side of the ball or one position group, and now you're struggling. But, you know, there's a reason why they brought in Perriman. I mean, look, Perriman was doing nothing where he had been. Detroit, I think Chicago. Um, he, he, I know that. He basically made big time free agent money in the last five games of the season here in Tampa Bay, not last year, but the year before, right? 2019. Mm-hmm. Bruce Arians' first year. And I, I think maybe Evans was the one that was down at that time, Evans and or Godwin. And he forced his way into the lineup and they went nuts together. I mean, he had five of the best games you've ever seen. Jameis Winston. I know through back-to-back 460-plus-yard games. So it was, a, it was a hell of a streak for him. But he kept hitting Perryman over the top. Like, you know, Perryman would run by guys and catch everything he threw. And it was really, really impressive. So I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, this Godwin thing is tough. The problem with Godwin, with losing Godwin, is that he does so much 
else, you know, not just catch passes. I mean, he's coming off one of his best games. He had 140 yards and a touchdown the last time out against New Orleans. But what people don't, you know, watch the ball, you miss the game, right? If you watch Chris Godwin on plays that he doesn't get the ball, he's a factor, and particularly in the run game. He lines up in the slot. He will absolutely crack down on linebackers. Um, some defensive end guys are a lot giving up a lot of pounds to him, and he'll he'll hang in there. He'll stand up. Now, you know, I would assume that you would replace him with Tyler Johnson, who's an ascending young player. But Tyler's not nearly as physical or as adept at at uh, you know at, at run blocking as Chris Godwin is. I mean, they're just you know you can double Mike Evans, and somebody's going to have to make plays. And you say, well, because I don't know that Scotty Miller's coming back. Now we'll know more today. He's been out there for three days, but I thought Arians made it pretty clear that you know just because a guy's out there doesn't mean he's ready. And I I assume that that would include Scotty Miller. You know, so. Is it Cyril Grayson Day? Like, who are they throwing to? You know? They're getting a little thin here. And that's why we talked about OBJ. And one of the best quotes of the year was Bruce Arians. And I may screw it up, but it was something to the effect of, you know, we've got AB. We don't need OBJ. Too many letters, you know? Um, Which is a great line. He left out a bunch, though. What's that? Letters like TB12 or OJ Howard. OJ, yeah. You know, he left out some letters on the team they already got. He, he did. He did indeed. Um, OBJ, by the way, however, this will not help the Buccaneers. He goes to the Los Angeles Rams, who just 15 minutes ago, it seems like, had Deshaun Jackson as their stretch the field third, you know, third receiver guy. But Deshaun wasn't happy. Stopped stop traffic right that never happens with him and he more or less just they agreed to let him go you know and he ended up you know Deshaun ends up with the Raiders and so I I would trade Mickens for for Deshaun Jackson now they're both kind of divas but I think one guy is definitely younger and probably more talented right now that's not Jackson <laughs> Yeah, no, I, th- I mean, OBJ is the more complete receiver at this point in their careers. Yeah. But. So now, yeah, the Rams now receiving core is Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and OBJ. It's pretty good. For that to Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown. Which one do you like better? Yeah, and I, I'm, I still I still like the Bucks. I think, a little bit. Although Cooper Cup, I mean, I don't, you can't really defend the guy. Mm-hmm. But I, I still like the Bucks a little bit better. But I'm here to tell you, like, I, I don't know when we're going to see A.B. again. I I watched this guy. He supposedly just got his boot off not long ago. He's kind of he's walking, not running, walking kind of gingerly. And, you know, on, on Thursday, he basically put on a helmet and caught some pop balls in front of the jugs machine. He does not look like he's going to – he's moving very fast towards, you know, down the rehab lane. And – you know, for that reason, of course, what Bruce Arians would told us during the week, with all these guys, with Gronk, with AB, and now I suppose Godwin, is he goes, look, man, it's a lot of football. You know, that's why you have a roster. You know, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get, you're gonna get guys hurt, and some of them are gonna miss time, and that's why you have to do a good job, you know, of building your team around those guys, and so obviously people are going to get opportunities and you're going to have to hope that they produce that remains to be seen 
But, you know, they've also, you know, adding Perriman, who had five unbelievable games with Jameis Winston, adding um, Darren Fells, the tight end, who could be – both those guys are on the practice squad. I think they both could be activated. Certainly Fells, I think, will. Um, since Gronk is out, you probably need that extra tight end. So it's it's not – my experience as a writer, what do I know? I just cover football. My experience is when you're bringing guys off the couch and they play – or start, that's a problem. That 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 is a that is a virus. You know, you've got a problem because um, you're not going to win many games doing that. But no, the Bucks already know. did that earlier this year in, in cornerback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not good when you're bringing them off the couch to start. Nope. I can remember a year, and this is true. And I, I, I racked my brain trying to think of the guy's name, and I never have been able to make it. I want to say he played at Ohio State, which is interesting. But so there was a year where the Bucks were so, so short, true story, so short at defensive back that, you know, they they flew to Detroit. The guy who started the game for them at defensive back never went to Tampa. He got traded. He met them on Saturday in Detroit, and he started on Sunday. It was. I was like, this is the damnedest thing I've ever seen. He's never even been in the city, much less know the playbook. And But that's where they were as a football team, you know? Take a guy off the street that was better than somebody who had been with you for, you know, four or five, six weeks, whatever, which was remarkable to me. But that's, you know, that's kind of, I mean, you're getting veterans, you're getting guys that are experienced in the system, but they were on their couch or they were with another team. You know, it's funny. Fells was like, yeah, I feel like whoever said it the other day, I guess it was Von Miller, you know, went to bed had with a winless team, woke up with one that was 6-2 and two in the Super Bowl champs. So not a bad trade-off there. But it's grim. I mean, I, you know, fortunately the schedule is turning a little bit for them. They play the Washington football team. That's last, I think, in the league in pass defense. So Brady could have a big day if he knows who to throw to. You know? I, I don't know that, you know, I mean, Tyler Johnson, some of those guys are going to have to play big roles. And the funny thing is, when they went to Washington, and I don't expect this to be the case this year, but, you know, when they played them, and they were division champs at, like, what, six wins, and they played them at FedEx Field, you think about the, the sort of the murderer's row of quarterbacks where they went, you know, Aaron Rodgers with the Saints, uh, or not Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees with the Saints, Aaron Rodgers with the Packers, and then Patrick Mahomes. That's a Hall of Fame gauntlet like you've never like you've never seen, right? And the one that was harder was none of them. It was Taylor Heineke, <laughs> Taylor Heineke of the, of the Washington Football Team, who was there as a backup. And and we remember it was the first playoff game that any of these guys, a lot of these guys, had ever played. Um, they'd gone twelve years without it, so. You know, you're there in Washington, and you're thinking Alex Smith is going to be the guy, and so did the Bucks, and so they prepared essentially for a pocket passer. Um, and Heineke ends up playing and almost beats them. He was better than any of those other guys they played the rest of the year. He was remarkable and mobile. Throw the ball on the run, sort of with the accuracy of a Russell Wilson. It was a damn shootout before they knew it. You know, they can't get into that game again. Not a chance. No, and we know that the Bucks this season, 
so far have demonstrated. They don't play as well on the road as at home. Nope. Now they're coming nope. off the bye, and you hope that, you know, maybe you self-scout yourself, maybe you fix some things. Right. A little rest. The guys you healthier. Know. You know, Sherman's got probably fresher legs and, you know. But you got to hope that the Bucks come out and play better than they have on the road this year. Absolutely. And it's going to be, and just as a bonus, it's going to be one of the coldest games of the year. Temperatures could be in the 30s, you know. I got a trip to New York to play the Jets even later than that, but I'm just saying, you know, it adds to the outdoor element type thing. Um, we got to bring out that stat of Tampa Bay in 40 degree and less weather. Oh, God. I mean, I live, yeah, we live that. Chris Berman lived for. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you know, they've never won a game under 40 degrees, I say. And. You know, there also was the one where uh, the West Coast, they couldn't win there. You know, they couldn't win in a dome. They couldn't win outside. It's, it became like green eggs and ham. You know, would you, could you in a car? Would you, could you? Well, that's uh, how you end up with the worst record in American sports is you can't win anywhere. Right. I mean, that's, you know, the Bucks used I, to have I that. I think record. I actually saw that. If you took the two Super Bowl years that the Bucks obviously, you know, hoisted the Lombardi Trophy and you just removed those seasons, this those seasons – just those two. I think they have one of the worst records in all of sport <laughs> in terms of win loss. I mean, the outliers were truly those two years, 02 and 2020, you know. God, the Dolphins are terrible, even though they're winning. I mean, first of all, how is Baltimore, as good as they are, not scoring any points in this game? They're 6-2, and two, for God's sakes. Play like that's because there's nobody in the AFC that's any good. I, there's not. I mean, the Buffalo Bills were, were Super Bowl preview. Buffalo at Tampa, really? For what Super Bowl? You know, because they stunk it up. It was terrible. It was embarrassing. You know, I don't know. the AFC. Oof. We'll watch. They'll turn out and be juggernauts towards the end of the year. What else we got? Um, yeah, defensively. Look, the you know the Washington football team has all these sort of mostly runs the gauntlet of ages, but I got some pedigree, you know, on that team. Chase Young, remember a year ago we got in the playoffs and in uh, the end of the regular season, I guess when they clinched it all of six and ten, he was running off. Want Tom like Brady? Saying, I, I want Tom Brady. I want Tom Brady. Yeah, well, you got him. Careful what you wish for, big man. And I think Donovan Smith, and that was the game where. They used Gronk a whole lot over there to double-team Chase Young. Um, he probably didn't have a lot of fun because he wasn't running out much, but they shut him down, you know. And after the game, you know, Young said some things. And eventually, I think he got an auto- autographed jersey out of the deal. If I'm not mistaken. So, uh, you know, if you can't win the playoff game, you might as well get the autographed TB12 jersey. Yeah, makes sense. That was a, that was a, it was a fun game. It was it was entertaining. I remember we were, we were sitting in front of some Washington writers, and they were just losing it because they know Heineke, and they were like, well, I've never seen him throw that. I've never seen him play better, you know. Um, he probably made himself a lot of money that game. But that was a tough one. That was a tough, tough hurdle for them. And I suspect it may be again. It's gonna, weather's going to be cold. Um, they didn't play particularly well last time out. So, I mean, you know, starting fast on the road, starting fast anywhere, but especially starting fast on the road, you have to do it. You just have to, you know. So, this, uh, as we sit here and watch me, this Miami, I don't get, see, I don't get the National Football League. I don't. Most days I will tell you, give me the coach and quarterback 
of each team, I'll pick a winner. You know, it's not hard. But, man, some days teams just don't come to play. You know, can't describe why. It's almost become kind of like college. It is. I mean, you expect that in it college is. all the time. The NFL is getting more and more that way. Where I mean, last week we saw what? Almost every Four top team in the, the NFC, NFC, you know, yeah. outside of Arizona, pretty much all the top teams it. lost. The Bucks were on a bye. Yeah, that was it. The AFC, nobody's consistent in that conference. No, I mean, Kansas City's not a good team. Buffalo loses to Jacksonville. I don't know if it's a Florida thing. Like, it was just, it was ugly, man. It was ugly. So you can't, the lesson is there if they want to tap into it, is that, you know, we we can't be that team this week. You know, got a one-game lead on the Saints. Let's try to keep it there, get through this one. Then you got kind of a longer week, um, a Monday night game mm-hmm. against the New York football Giants. Again, another team that's not very good. But no, And that one's at home, so you expect talent. the Bucks to do better there. At home, Monday night, yeah, they should be – the crowd should be amped, so they should do a lot better there. Um, you know, and I know they got, you know, a bunch of other games coming down the pike, and um, some will be more, you know, tougher than others. But they're probably going to be favored in every one. I mean, Saints at home on a Sunday night, mm-hmm. you know, that's one. Well, then, I don't know. You know. Does Cam Newton change the odds against Carolina? Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because the first thing I thought of when he signed with Carolina was they play them two of the last three weekends yep. to end the season. And by that time, whatever Cam Newton is going to be, he's going to be. You know, he's going to work himself into some pretty good shape or just be knocked out altogether. But, yeah, it's, it's it, isn't it interesting, like, he's replacing the guy who replaced the guy that replaced you. <laughs> Some shit. It's just it's like wait, is it the circle wait of life or something. Yeah, it's, it really is. It's like uh, yeah, meet so and so. Yeah, he was your he was your replacement, right? And then and then we had him who replaced that guy, and now you're replacing all of them. So you know you and and the money that they paid to try to get better from Cam Newton and then end up again with Cam Newton. It's just it's I guess it's meant to be. But they start out in Arizona, and assuming you still in, I mean, can you imagine that? the sort of reception he's going to get there, it's going to be like a rock star, man. Um, he's a popular player. But the Bucks are going to have to deal with him. By the time they get to crunch time, they're going to have to – definitely going to have to deal with him. And he's a, you know, he's a willful, skillful guy. Skillful guy. I don't know – I don't know how you can come in cold to a team and, and be effective, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What else we got going on? Was there NHL news? Or you got Cincinnati's in town tonight to face USF. Yes, and Matt Baker will be at that game, mm-hmm. and he wants to see Cincinnati. I'm a little – look, I get it sort of like how the team looks, but I also think that the committee's full of it. They're not, they're not going to get a Power 5 team in there ever. 
You know, they've got them up to five. It's the highest ranking ever. But yeah, and, and barring the, barring total collapse by several teams ahead of them. Yeah, I mean, at the end, you know, they just they really don't want them in the picture. They're kind of like placating them. Like, yeah, hey, look, you're number five. No, particularly yeah. when you see that, like Oklahoma's got some big games coming up. They'll leapfrog Cincinnati if they win those. If they win out, Ohio State if they win out will stay ahead of Cincinnati. Oregon's got to win out. Alabama, unless they get blown out by Georgia, probably goes even with two losses. And if Georgia loses a little by to Alabama, they'll still go. So, yeah, I, I don't barring a collapse by one or two of those teams. I don't think they'll put Cincinnati in. They may even move them up to four at some point just to put them there, but I don't think by the final poll they will be. It's just got to be tough when it's not enough to win games, that you have to do it with style, with with, with point. You know, like, mm-hmm. win the game, man. It's just, I don't know. That's one thing I don't like about college. Like, the absolutes in the NFL is, like, you win or you lose. You know, and... Although I did find it interesting. I think I saw... One of the sports books have put out odds of all the possible matchups in the playoffs at this point. Yeah, they said Cincinnati would actually be favored against Oregon. Really, by two points. Wow, they were they were like big time underdogs to Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, but Cincinnati to Oregon would actually be a favorite. Now that could change between now and the end of the season, but well, I guess that's some respect. I don't know. But that's not the committee. That's Vegas. So, yeah, I know. Well, usually the wise guys are right anyway. I would never bet college football. No way. It's it's hard enough to pick winners in the NFL. I can't imagine voting for some directional school and they got a bunch of nineteen and twenty year old kids out there. It's uh, not a good way to make investments. You're not going to win very often. That's for sure. No. Did I see uh, what else is going on in? Uh, say the Rays. Uh, Ozzie Timmons leaves the yeah. coaching staff. Uh, he's been the what, first base coach and kind of assistant hitting coach. He goes to the Brewers to become their hitting coach. So, he joins a lot of former Rays there. Sad about that a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah but it's a good move for him. I mean, you're happy for him. Happy for him. Yeah, he's been uh, uh, with the big league club for four years here. Been in the organization over ten years. Of course, he played for the Rays earlier too. So, right. He's got, you know, he's one of those guys that's a recognizable figure, obviously, uh, as a first-base coach, but he's also the dude that does the push-ups, right? Mm-hmm. And he's just yoked. <laughs> he's the Rays, when they score a lot of runs, it's interesting to watch. Um, but popular guy, popular with the fans, you know? Mm-hmm. How many baseballs did he toss into the seats during his career? Like, you know, and seems to be a damn good coach. So, yeah, there is a lot of Rays in Milwaukee, huh? Quite a, quite a few, yeah. Yeah. Including Lily Adamas, of course, who's Ooh. become a fa- fan favorite up there quickly, which he was here too. So Does not surprise me. Yeah, they were talking, within the first week, they were talking about, well, man, this guy's like got a lot, got a lot of energy, doesn't he? And it's like, yeah, yeah, he does. And they're going to miss it. They're in, calling it Willie Aki. Oh, really? Yeah. They had some shirts made like for that and stuff. So. That's cool, man. Yeah. Willie Aki, I like it. Dude's earned it. You no, know? and he's he when he got up there. Look, we all know he couldn't hit in the trop. He got up there and started hitting big time because he wasn't playing in the trop half his game. <laughs> exactly, it's exactly right. Like every game was a road game for him. He just doesn't know it yet. He's just just playing for a team that you know is in Tampa Bay, so he's good. 
but I liked Willie. Willie Willie brought a lot of fire. You need guys like that. You need glue guys like mm-hmm. that. I think Wander Franco provides that role a little mm-hmm. bit. I think Brett Phillips around. does too. Brett Phillips by far, yeah. You know, but but Phillips, you know, in 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 defense of him is like he's not the best player. You know, they're you know, no, but valuable. Incredibly valuable, but again, another clubhouse guy. Man, that's just fun to be around. Makes the game. The game should be fun. Baseball is fun. Make, that's what his shirts say. Ba- baseball is fun. <laughs> that's right. I got to get one of those. Actually, I actually have one of those shirts. So it's do you? yeah. I'm trying to think. Of the last shirt I bought. The last shirt I bought was at Stanford University, and I don't go to Stanford, and I've never been to a Pac-12 fan, but we were there. And we drove out there to the bookstore, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get some gear, not in the expectation, but in the absolute fantasy that one of my daughters gets accepted in Stanford and leaves <laughs> me. Seriously. I thought, because if I was, if I had, you know, if you had these lifetime mulligans, right, I, no offense to the Red Wolf Nation up there, I don't think I would go to Arkansas State. What? I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I could be wrong. Maybe it'd be the mistake of a lifetime. Look what I look what I turned out to be. But um, I'm curious what I would do. I really am. Stanford. That's what you want your girls to go to Stanford. I do. Cool. Yeah, good school. Good school. Great school in beautiful part of the country. It's very expensive. Though. I was going to say. I, would, <laughs> I think I'd have to move out there just to watch them. To be honest, I think I'm, I'm quite. It's even like more expensive family. then. Yeah. Well, yeah, it does. Except that you know. I got a house and they can live in it, and that way they don't have to live with anybody else. But it's a cool place. I mean, they, uh, you know, got some sweatshirts. I got gear. I wanted gear. And I thought if I can bring the sweatshirts home and they wear them, maybe they'll kind of just get used to, you know, the little logo and the Stanford on their chest, and they'll go, yeah, no, I'm going to Stanford. But, I mean, Brainiac Central, right? I mean, can you imagine the scores you have to get to get into that place? It's going to be insane. Finally, before we leave, I don't know if you guys checked this out on TampaBay.com and the Tampa Bay Times. So we had like an invitation, one of these invitation only um, to what is uh, a docu-series on Tom Brady because you don't have enough Tom Brady. You need more Tom Brady. It's like we need more cowbell. We need more Tom Brady. So Gotham Chopra, his uh, you know, co-producer, and uh, has come out with another film, not Tom versus Time. This one... Is, is a series, a docu-series. should be a, a DECA-series, actually, because there's going to be a show on ESPN Plus for every Super Bowl season that Tom Brady participated in. So that's, what, 10, right? Isn't that 10 Super Bowls? Uh, that is correct. Mm-hmm. He won six. So He's won seven. We, we won, oh, that's right. He won, seven. He won six me. with the Patriots. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna do the Ozzy Timmons push up thing right now. I just screwed up, so I'm I'm doing seven push ups. Um three, four, five. Uh so this was Super Bowl one. Of course they showed him being drafted, you know, in the, the salad days of, of the Patriots and of course the quarterback, as you remember, Steve, was Drew Bledsoe. Mm-hmm. And during that time, you know, at first the Patriots, you know, they were god awful, of course. But Bledsoe like got really really good, and you know, he was he got to be, you know, kind of the man. He was special, and then we all remember the Mo Lewis hit. Well, I think it was in Brady's second year. They're playing uh, the Jets, and and Lewis, you know, runs through them, and you get the sound. I guess people still talk about 
Um, but after the game, it was pretty apparent that Drew was not doing well, and that's an understatement. So he had all kinds of internal bleeding from his chest from getting thumped. And Brady went into the game at the very end. He They lost the game. He didn't do much. But then because Drew was out, he got to play. He got to play and play. And, shoot, next thing you know, you know, a bunch of things went well for him. I mean, you know, he had the tuck rule game, which if that doesn't occur, that's a sack fumble. They lose. Who knows what becomes of the Raiders? Certainly the Patriots don't win. And then they went to Pittsburgh, um, and Brady said, it's like the first time that I was just scared. I was scared. You know, I was intimidated. I I didn't feel myself. I wasn't right. I couldn't get any kind of rhythm. Well, then he got hurt in the game and what looked to be fairly severe. And Bledsoe goes in the game, and he wins it. He wins the AFC Championship game. You're thinking, well, there it is. He, You know, $103 million quarterback. It's his turn now. He's going to take this thing over. Not so fast, my friend, as somebody would say on college game day. All of a sudden, Belichick ain't going with Bledsoe. He's going back to Brady, which was unprecedented at that time. You know, thought for sure that it would be Bledsoe. And, of course, Brady goes on and wins the Super Bowl and does it, you know, in the final two minutes and the whole thing. And, And what you come away with in this first episode is just how damn sad it is for Drew Bledsoe, who's a great guy. He even said, he goes, you know, if, if Brady had been a such a bleep bleep, um, you know, I wouldn't have liked him. But they they both they got along well. They know it now, even to this day, they know each other's families. Just a lot of mutual respect there. But the interesting thing was after they won the Super Bowl, Bledsoe goes to Whitefish, Montana, which is where we go all the time. And he, he gets on a chairlift, and he's got his goggles on and his helmet and, you know, sort of a mask or whatever in place, and he goes, I bawled my eyes out on that chairlift. I just completely lost it. Like, it was so unfair, you know, that we get back to a Super Bowl, and I, I, I'm not even counting on the play. Um, so it's good storytelling, and I think that's what I get away from this this series. It, yes, it's about Tom, and but there's a lot of voices, which I like, and a lot of good storytelling. And, you know, I got, I got nine more to go. At least I know how the last one ends. Um, but I'm not sure, you know, if they'll go past 10, but pretty good film. I mean, well, they have to make an 11th next year though. That's the question. Well, that's, that is the question and they might have to, because if you're, if you're a Brady fan, you're going to love it. If you're a Brady detractor, you're going to be like, really? And if you're me, you're going to go, oh, good. Something else to transcribe every week. (laughs) Like (laughs) it's not enough to do. Let's go podcast boy. This guy. I swear I don't know when he finds the time, but this has been many, many months in the making, so they managed to uh they managed to get that down. So hey, I was as we're doing this podcast, only a few hours left of uh it's Veterans Day. So Yes. Or we may be past it actually. I no. check my By watch. the time you listen to this it will because this won't come yeah. out till Yeah. So I want to make sure we recognize everybody. There's you know, an awful lot of people in this uh community that that do serve. Some of them serve at McDill, and um, we know you listen to this podcast, so it's it's great. Hope yeah. you had a great day. I know the Lightning did their salute to serve or their military appreciation night on Tuesday night for their game. USF tonight's going to have their uh, seats mm-hmm. for service. I think over a thousand uh, seats for military were purchased by fans and uh, given to military members around the community here. So 
Uh, the Bucks the Rays, always the do Rays. stuff to them. When the, when the Bolts come out in those jerseys, right, mm-hmm. do they then, and they're warm-ups, obviously, do they then take them off and then auction those? Is that what they do? I know that you can buy the jerseys. Okay. I don't know if the game the game worn ones they made what they probably do. I don't know this for a fact. All right. Sometimes they do autograph it and you know, or mm-hmm. just you know, you can buy it the ones they wore. Other times, gotcha. these ones they may just actually sign and give to military members. Yeah. But you can actually sense. buy those jerseys at their team store, I believe. Yeah. That makes sense. A lot of people like those. Those are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So. All right, it's going to be a long weekend. Headed my way up to the nation's capital, a little bit north there, and Landover, Maryland, for the FedEx Field and the Bucks against the Washington Football Team. Um, the Lightning have to play Florida, I mm-hmm. believe. Yeah, Florida Saturday night. Yeah, so that'll be a good one. My, every night, my daughters are crazy about the Lightning. Like Lightning on a night, Lightning on a night. I go, they go, really? They're off again? <laughs> it's like, let's not play every night. Like. You, so go, oh, this is gonna be like two days in a row. Yeah, but normally they do a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday kind of routine. And, yeah, and, yeah. And the early part of the schedule has been a little weird, and you know, like this week they play days, Tuesday right? and then not again till Saturday. And the back half of the schedule is going to be fully loaded. It's going to be literally every other day. Every other day, I think they yeah. play. But it's just they've had some some time off early, which I don't get mm-hmm. necessarily. But well, and part of it hard. I think is because they played the first day of the season. That's, that's so, true. You, you know, so they started before everyone. Like Boston's behind. Boston's played like two less games than the Lightning at this point. And there's teams oh, wow. that have played two more games than the Lightning. So it's kind of weird. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Well, that's going to be a great. I love the the uh, Lightning Florida series is real, folks. That's especially when it ends up in the playoffs. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and that that playoff series last year, that game one last year was oh my God. one of the greatest hockey games you'll ever see is from an entertainment value. It wasn't the, oh. it wasn't necessarily the best played, but right. from an entertainment right. value, that game if if you've never watched hockey before, <laughs> that's the game to watch cuz you would have just been captivated. Yeah. There was a lot there was a lot going on in that game, including some hits as I recall. Lots of them. Physical series, <laughs> everybody was getting smashed like bugs on windshields, but it was fun, and it'll be fun again, so make sure you check that out. We'll be back here on Monday. I hope you have a great weekend. We're Steve Versnick. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Talk to you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 